The Good Buddies Anime Podcast is hosted by two rowdy, foul-mouthed American cowboys. Listener discretion is advised. What's up and welcome to the Good Buddies Anime Review. I am your good buddy Roger. And I am your good buddy Brandon. And we are doing another traditional review. I'm pretty excited about this one. Oh yeah. Yeah man, when anime originals do it right, they do it right. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, well let's get on into it then. We are talking about the sequel to Megalobox, Megalobox 2 Nomad. Yeah. I mean, the title is like any number of ways, I think. Yeah, there's a bunch of different ways to do it. Nomad, Megalobox 2, yeah. Megalobox 2, Nomad, Megalobox Nomad, just Megalobox. I yeah. don't know. There's yeah. a lot. Point is, uh, it is the sequel to the first season of Megalobox, which if you didn't see that, you should check it out. Yeah. If you which, didn't see this one, you should really check it out. We definitely did review, but it was in the old long form format. Yeah, we were just breaking down the whole episode. I, I wouldn't recommend listening to those. It'll take you as long to listen to as it would to watch the show. Hey, so Brandon might, might recut some of them in the I'm, future, I'm though. I'm trying we'll see. to, yes, but there's a lot to go through. But yes, we are talking about the second season of Metal Box, which is titled Nomad. And Roger, what we're mm-hmm. going to do is what we always do. We're going to give our good buddies a review of recommendation. Do we, your good buddies, think you are good buddies, should check out this show. And Roger, if it was straight up boo-boo garbage, what would you call that? I would call it an anime, maybe not. What if it was like not the worst, but it wasn't great? <sighs> anime. <laughs> He's trying to remember yeah. as I ask him. What if it was perfectly average? And maybe. That was actually pretty good, though. My guy, that's Animos, definitely. But if it was got it now. so, so good, Roger, if it My was guy, awesome. It is amazing. It would be amazing. And the way we're going to get there is we have ourselves a little system. Five different categories for a possible two stars in each category for a possible score of a perfect ten stars. And, Roger, what is that first category? The story and setting. Second category. The characters in development. Number three, if you please. The... Art and animation. Number four. The soundtrack. And finally, that good buddy's wiggle room, that fifth category, that je ne Roger, what does that mean? I do not know what. I don't know what. But that's how we're going to do it. Let's get on into it. Let's hit you with the story and setting. It involves the characters from the previous season of Megalobox. Uh, our boy sure Joe does. and whatnot. But this one, unlike that one, which was a story of a, of a guy... You know, fighting from the bottom, uh, going from these underground fights where he's taking money to take dives to showing that he is, in fact, good enough to fight with the best of them and, in fact, can be the champion. We now find our boy at rock frickin' bottom. This is, yep. a, re- this is a redemption tale. Our boy is all the way under the rock, uh, only a few years after being on top. Uh, and it basically splits the story into two halves without getting too spoilery. Uh, first half, you're going to see our boy struggling to get clean and, and shake off the, his guilt and ghosts. And to that end, he's going to inv- uh, meet a few characters who we'll talk about in a moment. Um, the first half deals not only with him getting clean and like getting off these painkillers he's currently apparently addicted to, yep. but also uh, deals heavily with a group of immigrants. 
uh, it's a very this t- this story deals a lot with like xenophobia and stuff in the first right. half, correct, and a little bit in the second half as well. Damn, living here in Texas, it uh, yeah, we definitely it's, get it's, it. It's hard to find things that hit this fucking hard. Yeah, uh, and then the second half is gonna see Joe trying to uh, go back home and face who and what he left there. Um, I'll say right now. This is Megalobox. There's some fights. Yep. This is not a show about fights. Not literal ones, no. anyway. Um, it is more about addiction, xenophobia, mental illness, crawling out of despair, and it gets heavy, and it works. Yes, it sure does. Yeah. Uh, Setting-wise, we take it takes place in this one area, then moves back to the main city where we've seen him before. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some, you know, gym scenes and whatnot. It's pretty decent. What do you think about story and setting, baby? Um, I think it's it's really well done. I love the story for this. I love the way that it progresses. Mm-hmm. I love you know our redemption arc and then our arc into you, overall. So let me let me go off on this a little bit. Okay. Uh, this isn't really a spoiler, but there is a storybook involved. Yes. And to the point where the storybook is very on the nose, as Brandon said before. Quite literal. Yeah, with, with what's going on in the story. Mm-hmm. But damn, does it work so well. It works quite well. Yeah, and the the book ultimately ends up, you know, with a nomad wandering to, to find something because he has nothing left. And I'll tell you, we're not going to get too spoilery here. Um because and we're not going to have a ramble on this one so maybe on a future ramble we can talk about it but when we're done we might have a minute or two where i would like to talk about that storybook a little more uh and get your theories on it. yeah um so so each each time the uh the nomad is getting encountered by this uh hummingbird Mm -hmm. and the hummingbird is he wants to sing his song yeah it wants to sing his song and it's a you know it tries to trick him into like, hey, if I can, you know, essentially, if I can make you lie, then you will hear my song. Mm-hmm. And the nomad is like, no. And every time, of course, the hummingbird makes him do it. Mm-hmm. And the hummingbird gets to sing his song. Yeah. Uh, but it ultimately involves this person wandering to a certain point and then realizing that they just want to go back home. Mm-hmm. And that's what the story does you know mm-hmm. uh joe goes he gets you know he's working on getting clean and then he's wanting to wander back home but unfortunately there ain't much left for him there mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of the emotional uh stuff kicks in the story i mean not that the painkillers and stuff were enough but yeah yeah you know somebody that we loved and everybody loved from the first season the, plus the champion the, baby yeah the viewers us we love joe in megalobox you get and, to see him on bottom. Yep. He is painting. Oof. And it is it's just it's done so well, man. It's done I really quite well. loved it. Do you want to go to the characters in development? Uh sure. So I, I kinda in that same vein I wrote here, after seeing Joe move from an underground fighter taking falls for cash to besting the greatest boxer to, that, that ever laced his boots, it is a shock at the beginning to find him right there in the underground again. He's broken and he's haunted. Um, quite literally haunted uh, in some moments. Um, and one thing I really like the way they did is that they don't just tell you, here's what happened, here's Joe, we're going to see him get out. Right. There is a slow trickle of development with this character and seeing what happened previously and introducing these mm-hmm. new characters that then have to draw the truth out of him to find out what happened uh, before it's eventually revealed uh, You know, prior to the climax of the show. Um, that's Joe. That's our boy Joe. New characters. We got Chief, who's a badass. Yep. 
uh, he's like one of the main guys who's uh, working with like you know he he's got a group of it's him and these other immigrants and they're just trying to find a they home. have they essentially have a compound that they're living yeah. in they call casa exactly which um, quite literally translates to home yeah the whole show I mean like as if as if just saying it's a show about immigration wasn't enough it is absolutely like there's a lot of uh like the end theme is in spanish mm-hmm. like it's it's this beautiful like we'll get to the music in a minute but there's a lot of stuff in here that like all the episode titles are in spanish uh they're not even just titles yeah. they're like full sentences well the, the opening song is a, is a, a spanish mm-hmm. it's, a, it's like a, a spanish rock number you yeah know? yeah ding, ding, ding. Uh, it's really good um, you got fucking the the inner sti- the bits in the middle like when they go to and from commercial have little bits in in Spanish. It's like kind of I'm not gonna say on the nose because it's just there it is. It's not subtext, yeah. baby. We're telling you this is what it's about. Um, and it's a really really interesting uh, decision they made, and I think it works very well. It here. does. Uh, but yeah, um, a lot of our new characters like Chief that he totally gets his due. You get a full on arc with Chief, and you get to see him. Uh, do his thing uh older characters come back later like mm-hmm. Sachio, uh for the most part are shown respect not only for their old arcs but in their new roles and who they are now right it's very very well written um the only real issue i had with any of the development is there is a bit and i know it's like a whole like this is it's a thing they kind of do in the first season where like you know the first season was more about the fights it had it had a story but it was more about the fights but they do a thing in this one where like you see two characters who are at odds work it out in the ring and i don't think it's not well done there's a lot of other stuff surrounding that moment right but in the end it kind of did feel like all right i got my ass beat we're good it hit me with a little bit of that there was other stuff going along Mm -hmm. it's not that simple but it kind of felt you know for a show that gave me so much like really good development it kind of squicked me a little bit to see him just kind of punch each other and then be like all right we're cool like i don't know it's a little weird but overall like most of it the way more than just that one moment that really wasn't even bad it's very good yeah you know what i mean yeah and i think the moment i think i took the moment you're referring to a bit differently yeah so maybe we'll talk about that towards the end maybe but um yeah, uh, another good character that we get introduced introduced to is Lou. Lou's cool. um, he's a he's a he's a, the green haired genius of the ring, man. He's he's the new Yuri, and yeah. he's trained by Yuri. And Yuri's like, "That's my boy." Yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, I mean, obviously Joe has fallen off somewhere, but Lou ties into that so much oh there's fireworks going out we're close to the fourth of july here i don't know if that picked up on the microphones but was... you might you might need to you might cl- you might uh clean that out if it didn't pick up i mean yeah I don't know. anyway <laughs> yeah lou lou is this dude who uh again without getting too spoilery he is part of this story he shows yeah, up he's, he's intertwined with joe and he still mm-hmm. wants he wants a match with joe he's like dude that's the guy like i can say i'm the guy all i want to and you find out lou actually won like the second megalobox i think mm-hmm. like he's 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 that guy but we, he's we like, go in as we go into the show yeah. lou is the champion yes and but he's looking back at joe like yo but that's joe though i want to fight joe i want to prove like i can say i'm the best all i want but if you want to be the man you gotta beat the man <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's that's where Lou is at, man. 
Um, he wants to he wants to be that good. He wants to have a match. He wants to elevate himself by fighting this guy who was the guy. Mm-hmm. And then we get Mac. Yeah. Who Mac Rosario? Who is the hero they call him? Goddamn hero cop, dude. Yeah. This guy was like the. He's like first of all, like was a cop, saved a bunch of people's lives, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like. Yeah. legitimate good he, cop. he came he came through a lot of issues with having uh, severe anger and stuff like that yes uh toned it all through he was a former megalo boxer mm-hmm. wasn't cutting it uh got angry changed his life met his wife has a beautiful wife and child that becomes a cop yeah changed uh, his life met his wife <laughs> my wife he becomes a cop he's get he gets injured and then he's offered uh, essentially this technology yes. to Re uh, reestablish himself mm-hmm. and be able to be a, in a non-vegetative state. Yeah, here's the thing: Homie is basically like full-on paraplegic. He's he's donezo. He can't move. Mm-hmm. But they have this new technology, which is a combination yes. of these like um, electrode thingies. It kind of looks like that that athletic tape, but it's going all down his arms and legs and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's got this chip they put on him that basically allows him to move and function again as a normal human being. And moreover, get back in the ring. And so Mac is a big deal. Um, there's also some stuff about this technology that, again, we won't spoil, yeah. but might not uh, and, uh, be all that great. Know, Mac gets in the ring, man, and then the the, the they call he really it. yeah he really freaking pushes it as mm-hmm. far as he can. And you see people take him to the brink, but he has something special. It's called Mac time. Yeah, they call it Mac. When I turn my hat around, it's like a switch. It's like a switch, man. He doesn't even wear a hat. He just turns it on, baby. Yeah, he just turns it on, and then and he whips he a little ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, but uh, Mac's a really interesting character. Again, you get a lot of... You find out Mac is also an immigrant. Yeah, he's also one that, like, intertwined with that uh, mm-hmm. with that story. Yeah, he he's actually the one who's like reading the storybook to his kid. Um, you find out like there's a lot of really deep emotional stuff going on here with this guy and his backstory and where he came from. And they managed to give you a, an awful lot of character development with him just in like in the second half, like mm-hmm. in three, four episodes, you know who this guy is. And now we get to see what happens with him. Um, it's really cool stuff, man. It's very well written. And guess what? Mac would love to have a match with Joe. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't he ever? Um, it's good stuff, man. Do you want to move yeah. on to art and animation? Yeah. All right. Did you see that first season? It's like that. I don't remember. I can't remember what all I said that they did. I looked it up one time and uh, explained the process. It's like but they blew it up and they yeah, shrunk it down. Yeah, it's, it's, it it's, it it's all sorts of scaling and then downscaling it to give it that scratchy uh, cell hand-drawn look. Yeah, it has that. It looks like hand-drawn cells, even though it is. And my right. guy, it still works. It still works very well. It's I got love this it, man. Kind of old school '90s, '80s animation. It, it look. does. It feels. It feels like Trigun. It feels like Outlaw Star. Mm-hmm. It feels like Cowboy Bebop. Just yeah. that smooth, sketchy animation. That right. Just uh, something so. I, it warms my fucking soul, baby. It's very pretty to look at. Um, they do also do a thing. So in that first season, it was all the sketchy kind of look. And then when they got into the fights, there were these really dynamic yeah. moments. And those do happen here. But again, this is not a show about fights. There yeah. are less of those moments, but they are there. Yeah. Um, I think the coolest one, I actually read an article about this. It was talking about like how studios outsource animation. My personal favorite of those moments was uh, there's a bit of a sparring match between Joe and another character mm-hmm. that looks rad. Yeah, it was And awesome. it looks quite unlike any other fight in this show. And it was this article was saying like, yo, this is that 
outsourcing animation done very right because yeah. the main studio didn't do that, but it really, really worked. Yeah. Um, it and was it's sweet. quite well done. Yeah. Um, but overall, like, again, there are fights, but this is not a show about those fights. And while there are some of those dynamic moments, they are fewer and far in between. Um, still looks real damn good, though. Uh, yeah. Anything else to say about the, that, that, really? Nope. It's beautiful. It's very pretty. Uh, music and sound. It's excellent. It's killer. The intro All and the outro are perfect. Yeah. Perfect intro. Now, just I want you to think if you've seen the first season of Megalobox, the intro and outro for that one, they're very good. Kakute Kuyo. Kakate Kuyo. Kakate Kuyo. Kakate Kuyo on the end theme. Absolutely ripped. Real upbeat. Hip hop. It was really good. Really, really cool. This one, we pull it all the way back. You ain't up and dancing. You can sit down and shed a few tears yeah. while I strum this, uh, this here Spanish guitar and tell you the story. It's so yep. hauntingly beautiful. It's, and it, it works is, man. perfectly. Yeah. Uh, intro, of course, you already says like this rad, like it sounds. It sounds like, like a freaking like seventies road movie, like mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, uh, what's the what's the shit I'm thinking of? Dust it's till like, dawn kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like a western style rock guitar. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's it's got the the sides. It's almost like you know, like the best way I can describe it is surf really pulled a lot from. Yeah, yeah. It kinda, style, and that's because surf comes from California, and California is attached yes, to Mexico. Yes. It kind of, it kind of has that like, like Mister Lou kind of feel. Yeah. It kind of feels like that, but it, like it fucking it rips, dude. Oh, it it, it works rips so well. It, it's like it's one of those. It's very hard. I can think of very few exception, exceptions to where you just do an instrumental open mm-hmm. and it just works. Oh yeah. Like this, you know, obviously the big one is tank. Oh yeah, tank is. But amazing. damn, this song just works. It works very well. Um, and uh the music during is very well done. There's a lot of great character themes. Yep. They There's bring a, back some from the they original. They bring back show. a few from the original, yes. Oh. Oh. Chef's uh, kiss. Chef's I, kiss. I could not have designed it better myself. And you know, my favorite part about it is uh right after that last episode went up last week, I believe, uh the whole thing dropped on Spotify, baby. You yeah, can get did, this baby. soundtrack. Ooh, it's very good. Uh, otherwise, sound design is very good. The punches still sound great. Uh, when they're wearing the gears, those little whirs and clicks rock. The when they're striking off each other and you're seeing sparks fly, you hear them and feel them. Yeah, man. It's when you get the boom, boom, yeah, boom. yeah, you get yeah. them quick pops. Oof, it works, baby. The sound is very well done in yep. this one. Much else to say about it? Or are we going to no, sir. Let's go, Genesequa. You want to take it first or me? Uh, I'll take it first, dude. Go for it. This show. I'll try to make this as short as I can. Mm-hmm. The first season of Megalobox was a great sports anime. Yeah. The second season of Megalobox Nomad mm-hmm. is a great anime. Well said. Yeah. It it ascends, you know. If if you're here for specifically something sports, then you might not have the best time with this season. Mm-hmm. I think that you will still enjoy it because it's so well done. Yes. However, if if you're open to just watching something great, then Megalobox Nomad is for you. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend you watch that first season. And then The Real Treat, I think this one it blows the first season out of the water. It is so damn good. There were moments in here, dude. It's hard to choke me up. And there were moments in here where I choked a little bit. Damn, boy. Because just the way they did the story... 
the way they made these characters feel so real the way you could feel the struggle the way you wanted that redemption and you wanted them to reconnect with the people they lost and get what they you know they deserve you know it's it's one of those few animes where i really just wanted aside from one character everybody to end up okay yeah yeah i'm with you and it delivers all the way through it delivers in my opinion okay. i i loved it all right um for me I'm mostly on the same page with you. Um, I'm just going to read my notes here. In the end, it takes the story of the previous season, gives it a heavy emotional overtone, makes it less about fights and more about the characters, and it works wonderfully in that regard. Um, I will say I feel like some of the last few episodes, like, there's nothing wrong with any of them, but there's some stuff that happens, stuff that is foreshadowed, um there's it basically there's moments where it's kind of feels like they're telling you like hey this is what's going to happen and it is potentially disastrous and then it kind of just writes itself around them mm -hmm. um in a way that like you know without getting too spoilery let's say this there's a character who if they get too hyped uh-oh bad stuff could happen uh but then it's like oh no he's just at that level because he's so good now because he's mm -hmm. in this moment and it's like all right sure but okay fine um but in all those respects it is very much like the first season but again i'll say it one more time this is not a show about fighting it's about the lives of these characters and in in that respect i will say like for the fights particularly toward the end i feel like you could watch this and say hey i feel like that fight could have been better and I wouldn't disagree with you, but it's not about fights. Yep. It's about these characters. And the ending for these characters right. was, as you said earlier, chef's kiss perfect. Perfect. Yep. It's very well done. Uh, with that, I think we can move on to the scores. Yep. All right. How did you feel about the story and said? I gave it two points. Two points. Characters in development? Two points. Two points. Art and animation? Two points. One and a half. Okay. Music and sound? Two points. Two points. And the je ne sais quoi? 1.75. Oh, you and your seven fives. I gave it one and a half. That puts me at a nine. I knocked that quarter off just for the poor souls that are like, well, I just wanted a sports anime. Fair enough. So does that put you like a 9.75? That puts me at a 9.75. Is that a hair's breadth from Dude, perfection? Nomad. It's very good. It probably, it's, it's certainly breached the top 10 anime. Like this is something that I absolutely will recommend to people oh yeah it's great the hardest thing about it the thing that really keeps it from a 10 is that well a you know the sports people you, but i think that's a few and far between thing but b that you have to go through a whole first season to get to this mm. sweet sweet nectar of the real core the beauty of this show it's very well done yeah not to say that the first season is bad because it is not and it's definitely no, it, worth watching it whips in its ass own. it whips all the ass uh yeah that put your 9.75 i'm a nine that's an anim amazing from the it's both amazing of from both of us hell yes it's very good uh so to go ahead before we'll probably plugs and everything are in the description you guys know where it is yeah, um yeah. and at the very end we'll tell you what uh well we're gonna do wonder egg priority and we're gonna record it soon after this but it's gonna be its own episode yeah so next um, time quote unquote wonder yeah. egg priority <laughs> yep uh but right now dude if you want to we can do a little bit of spoilery talk. If y'all don't want to hear it, turn it off now. This is where you'll turn it off. Shout out to all our musicians, etc., etc. All right. 
I just want to know. So what is your theory and your reading on the storybook and how it relates to the story? Uh, I think it, I think it intermingles with both characters of Mac and Joe. Sure. They both have a, a very similar, uh, path or whatever. Okay. Um, so the first time the hummingbird meets, mm-hmm. um, he's like, I'm, I'm going to get you to lie. And he's like, no, you can't make me lie. He's like, what do you, what do you have? You, what do you have? Uh, and the nomad says, I have nothing. Yeah. I have literally nothing. I've lost all my friends, family and money. I have nothing. Yeah. And he says, nah, motherfucker, you got ears to hear my song. You got feet to walk on. Yep. Yep. Or it's ears and eyes first. Yeah. I think you can see me and you can hear my song. Mm hmm. And he's like, yep, I hear it. Okay, so fine. that is that's relating to, you know, Joe is kind of getting his, I, I think, so much more of, like, his senses and stuff about back to him. Sure. He's taking back. He's opening his eyes. Mm-hmm. And he's starting to listen to what he feels like instead of pointlessly punching people into the ground trying to get something back that he doesn't have anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Um, so then the second time, you have arms to shoo me away with mm-hmm. and legs to walk is what yeah. he says essentially the same scenario plays out but the trick is you have arms and legs and you can shoot me away if you want yeah. to and that's mac yeah because he didn't have arms and legs for a while that's true uh i oh uh, well, i think it's i th- i really think that it's it's just both of them all together all yeah. the way through um but yes the also joe he's you know back home uh, but he still doesn't have much, but he's reaching out, trying to, to get the people back. Sure. Trying to make the effort, trying to walk and and do the activity needed to bring his loved ones okay. back around in. And then finally, he finds a hummingbird dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the final lie is, you still have your life in front of you. I do not. Mm. And that is Joe and Mac both ending in the story um, with their their families and everything back taking everything back to them because at the end of the day it's not the fight that mattered right the very final fight that didn't matter to whoever won it was just it was something they wanted to do for each other to show that they could stand in the same ring and then they are puppets of nobody okay joe's no longer a puppet of the drugs Mm -hmm. he's not haunted by these ghosts anymore he has everything back that he needs uh, Mac is no longer, you know, being tinkered with. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not being put in into weird states to to push off, you know, a, essentially a weaponized. Right. Yeah, that's what the guy was trying to go with best, Mr. Kitty Mouth. Yeah, and Mr. his Tap his Nathan family, Kitty his child who's scared of him, no longer has to be afraid. His, yeah, his dad is home. I'm with you. Yeah, um, I agree with pretty much all that. I think for me. Um, there's three characters in that story and there are three okay. characters they relate to pretty much one to one I feel like the I feel like the hummingbird uh, is first and you could say that like Joe to Mac is the hummingbird but I think the, the reading I went with was Joe is the nomad mm-hmm. very obviously um Chief is the hummingbird. Okay, very okay. obviously. I see he where you're coming from. He had yeah, the hummingbird on his arm. That's his. That's his gear. Yeah. Um, and he's trying. He's pulling him out of that and showing him where to go. And of course, 
spoiler, obviously, the hummingbird ends up dead. Mm -hmm. And lastly, the last character that I almost forgot about until, until I really thought about it, the nomad ends up at the sea, and he asks the sea, the sea asks him, what do you want? Right. Grant a wish. And most folks want to die. They want it to be over, whatever. And he says, I want, I just want a way back home. Yeah, I just want to go back home. And I feel like Joe, when he was in that ring, Mac was the sea, and he's home in the yeah. ring. Um, and I feel like that's, that's, that's where I got with it. You could, I feel like you could also easily make the argument that uh, Mac, in his own way, is also the nomad, yeah. and Joe was his hummingbird, but uh, because he's wearing Chief's yeah. armor at the end, he's wearing his gear. Um, but I feel like that's the overall. Yeah, I took I it got. as like the hummingbird was just the overall question. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if we were gonna go a one to one. Yeah, but that that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where I went with it. Point is, it's a beautiful yeah. show. I would, I would love for them to like just to, print that to book. do something with that book. Yeah, it's a little dark for a kid's book. Actually, it, it really is, man. <laughs> but if they, hey, if they do like a special, if there's a special edition Megalobox Nomad Blu-ray that comes with a big oh, ass dude, book, if they did a, if they did a book and vinyl combination, oh fuck, oh my god, dude. oh fuck. Uh, but yeah, I, dude, it's He's it's gonna take amazing. all your money, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it would take all my money, dude. I it's very it. good. But it's very, yeah. very good. Yeah, the the point where he gets to the sea. Yeah. And, I mean, I think that relates to pretty much, you know, both characters mm -hmm. there for sure. Because the story is ultimately a tale of two guys, Mac and Joe. Yeah. I do have my little issues with that last bit. Um, the way the fight ended yeah. kind of squicked me, but again, it's not about the fights. Yeah. The way that it shows you, it actually shows... Uh, Joe, that amazing scene from the first episode where he finds the dog, mm -hmm. the wolf, the junk dog dead in the road and he buries it. And we go back to that scene and now the dog stands up, looks at him and keeps going like junk dogs back, baby. I'm back home. I'm in the ring. I'm where I was yeah. meant to be. But then. Yeah, the whole the, the symbolism the, there, too, was obviously yeah. that that gearless Joe, the the first Megalo champion, mm -hmm. uh, Megalonia champion was dead, yeah. dead and gone. Yeah, but then we see that but, dog revived yeah. in that last bit. Like he's he's back in the ring. I felt like yeah. was, was the reading there. But then like, you don't get the end of the fight, really. Right. I mean, I, oh, I, well, I still think it worked because it's an exhibition that yeah. doesn't need to have an ending, ending. And it's like, it still it still works. Yeah, they're teetering. And Joe, they they tell you before they go in this match, Yuri's training him not to win the match, but mm -hmm. to make it out of the match back home. Right. Because Joe is in nowhere sh near the shape that Mac is in. No. But There's I just mean, no fucking way. After all the drugs and everything and whatnot, yeah, no way. Yeah, but and, and uh, Sacho actually realizes that he's having a panic attack midway mm -hmm. through. Yeah. He gets struck in the head, but then he realizes that Joe's getting up and he's not going to stop. Mm -hmm. He's like, he he will just stay in there until one of them dies. Yeah, Pops throws the, you know, the ghost of Pops comes, throws the hand down, and Sacho throws the flag in. There you go. It is fucking beautiful yeah which again i'll say i i do i did want more fight yeah. but again the fight was fine yeah the ending ending yeah where the the last thing you see is them just driving off yeah beautiful yeah also that last fight serves there's a whole lot of cut cuts in of all the other characters getting their resolution too yeah yeah damn and they tie up everything it's pretty good it's can, good can you believe it <laughs> uh 
But I think that about does it. We, yeah. We're done with our spoilery bits. So um, links in the description. Hit us up. Leave a comment. Yep. Like and subscribe. subscribe five stars. To the channel. Yeah, leave us a, leave us a, some fives. Five stars on the uh, on the podcast circuit. Leave us a comment. Hit us up. Rapid Kick Media on YouTube. Yep. And of course, shout out to uh, all of our musicians. Links in the description for them. Yep. Be on the look for the uh, for the Wonder Egg the OVA release. So we're gonna get that episode recorded, and it'll be out a little later. Yes. And I think that about does yep. it. So. Um, you got one to take us out on me? Oh, uh, nah, man. Well, yeah. From all of us here at the Good Buddies oh, Universe, I am your good buddy, Brandon. I am your good buddy, Roger. Love you. Love you. <laughs>